Anyway, Bloodshot. Bloodshot. Mr. Blood's hot. Bloodshot. I didn't see any blood getting shot. Um, I did. I, this is fucking weird. I saw I saw a lot of shit. I, yeah, well, let's get into it. Yeah, fucking Vin Diesel, man. <laughs> yeah. Situation, situation under control. Hello and welcome to the Omcast. My name is Dom. That's one half of the Omcast. I'm joined by Tom. Say hello, Tom. Hello. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 Vin Diesel, deep voice, loud, grumpy. Corona. <laughs> <laughs> In this episode, we continue our quarantine catch-up by talking about Bloodshot, starring Vin Diesel and directed by Dave Wilson, which is now available oh. on home release. Of course, it's directed by a bloke called Dave. Of course it is. <laughs> Who the fuck is Dave Wilson? He is, I tell you, like, this is really interesting, actually. So his background is he's a visual effects supervisor. Right. Well, he's that a explains a lot boy. about this film. And he also, the only things he's directed, this is the first live action movie he's directed. The only other things he's directed are um, cutscenes from video games. Okay. And that includes some of the, so have you ever seen some of the, like, the Star Wars, um, the Old Republic ones they do? Mm-hmm. And they're really like epic and ridiculous, and they they yeah. look amazing in fairness. Um, but they and they're like ten minutes long, and they just they put them out on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, he does that. He directs those, and then now this is his first live action movie. Fucking hell! Um, well, I mean, good on him for getting like his first live action being a big comic book property. But, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, for shame for a lot of the other things that were in this. Yeah, I mean, well, he's he's just point point and shoot, isn't he? Point and shoot. Um, oh, yeah, God. so this is Bloodshot. This was the last movie released before all the cinemas got shut. Um, so this, we didn't this get this is the film that killed cinema. This is the, yeah, this, this was the finale of cinema. This is what it's all been building to all the, all these years. You know, you got your Stanley Kubricks and you and like you know Spielberg and all the rest of it, and they're all going, and then it all builds up, and eventually what we end up with the last film to be released in a public cinema, Bloodshot. <laughs> yep, starring Vin Diesel as a resurrected soldier who's got nan- nanotechnology in his blood, which means that he is basically invincible. Sure. Um, that's the basic premise. Well, the thing, the premise is they really, really fucked up with the trailer <laughs> because the, there's a, the plot of it is essentially, it's all laid out for you in the trailer. So if you haven't seen the trailer, then maybe I would recommend going and watching the movie. If you have seen the trailer, you've seen the whole film, but basically they reveal in the trailer that he's being manipulated and like they've he's having a scenario injected into his head and played out in his head for this they show that in the trailer yeah in yeah so they they show you that he's like reliving his life over and over again and they keep changing the person who killed his wife that's all laid out for you in the trailer oh fuck okay yeah so i remember that i I didn't watch i don't Right. Remember you paying must attention. I'm sorry, but to... that yeah, exactly. That trailer was in front of everything. It's been built like we we go to cinema enough that you must have seen that trailer at some point. I don't know. 
man. Maybe like, honestly, just, just, maybe it's just, just like one of those out. things where yeah. I was just zoned. No, like you say, just. But literally, zoned out. yeah. So in the trailer, there's like they show the shot where like the guy's face changes from Toby Kebbell to the the beardy bloke. Really? And lay out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely wasn't paying attention at, no. at any so point on... that this trailer might have been in front of me. Yeah, there you go then. So that lays out that's what it's doing and that's the point where i was already calling it oh this is dumb memento <laughs> it's dumb memento and they, oh, even have the audacity, no. they even have the audacity to have guy pierce in it as well just to twist the knife do you know um, what's really bad what i was very very close to saying about this film and being like you know what like they put in a couple of things that surprised me Really, but it's just because I didn't pay attention to the trailer. That's probably it, then. There you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I might send you the trailer afterwards, and you'll understand what I mean. But basically, because for whatever reason, maybe because I paid a modicum amount of attention to the trailer, I knew that it was it was dumb memento from the beginning. And so, what it meant was the first forty-five minutes of it's only an hour and forty-five minute long film. This right felt the first forty. Yeah, it felt longer. The first forty-five minutes. They don't reveal the whole, you know, he's under, he's being manipulated. No, this is real. It's all simulation stuff. Mm. They don't reveal that until 45 minutes in. So it means the first 45 minutes of the movie is fucking tedious. <laughs> it's just like, so, I know this is all bollocks. I know where this is leading because I saw the fucking trailer. So but I've got to play it all out and pretend to give a shit and like, just like get to the point, like get to the point where it's like, it's re- the big reveal. I already know he's coming. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, we had very different experiences going in to see this film. That's really interesting. Okay, yeah. Like I just went into this film and I was like, "Okay, this is interesting. This is interesting. This is interesting." And yeah. then um, I, I can see, like, from having if you hadn't seen the trailer, then like it sort of retroactively makes it better because, like, when you when it starts out, it's like. Is really cliched and over the top. Like he goes, he's a hostage negotiator, sort of special ops guy. He goes in and saves the hostage. Then he comes back and he's got his beautiful wife, and they're driving down the Italian coast. And it's all like, this is all a bit. This is exactly what I was expecting it to be. Really cliche, really over the top. And then they have this reveal halfway through that. Oh no, it's all a simulation. Like his backstory is implanted. That's what, and that's it, what happened to me because I was yeah. like, I was like, go, oh cool. And then, they, like they, they call out the fact that the guy who's making the simulation is like, "You've ripped off every movie you've thought of." Yeah, and like you, even to the point where you've got the killer dancing to Psycho Killer. That's how ridiculous. It is. And that you goes, "We can't push it any further." And it retroactively makes it make sense. Yeah, but the fact that I knew that it was all bollocks to begin with, like, yeah, like, they, yeah. <laughs> but it's just that 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 I don't know, like. I, I messaged you while I was doing it. So to pull the curtains back on my glamorous life, I was I was doing some ironing and I was like, I need to put on a film that's dumb and that I don't really need to pay that much attention to. Yeah. So I put, I was like, you know, what? I'm going to buy the bullet. I'm going to put Bloodshot on it. I'm going to rent it in standard definition for £3.49 because I wasn't paying any more than that. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, watched it, put it on got to a point and I was like and then I messaged you and I was like Toby Kebbell is in this film yep as a guy called David Axe or Matthew Axe or yeah. Mark Axe Martin his name's Martin Axe 
yeah, the fact it. that he, he and the fact that he gives him his name as well. But again, that is explained in the context of the movie. It, like, it, it, why it, did they make him Australian? I don't know because Toby Campbell wanted to do something different. I mean, to- poor bastard. He he can really pick him, can't he? Fuck me. Fucking hell, can he? <laughs> Jesus. Like, he's, he's amazing. But he's he a really is, good actor, but like, he's, he's just, an amazing he can, actor, but he's got some shitty choices. Fucking, yeah, is someone needs to have a word with his agent. Fire his agent. Get, get, set yourself up with a meeting with Feige or like Catherine Kennedy or somebody, and they can find something was, good for him. He was. He was I know he was doing already. I know he was doing. We can forget that, but it was he was a victor. Like when they like put the um, well the ADR at the top was his Victor Van Doom because <laughs> oh, yeah, well, fan, because fans kicked off because his actual name was going to be Victor Domashev or something, and the fans kicked off about it. So then they went in one of the reshoots and just had someone from off camera go Victor Van Doom like that. So, <laughs> so they changed his name so that it's. In line with, anyway, we're not talking about that fucking film. We're talking about this. So, yeah, it was just. So it, was just, it wasted a hell of a lot of time getting to the point. And then when it did get to the point, it didn't really get much better. It was just more of the same. I mean, they they introduced the. Um, I thought the guy in the chair guy was quite funny. Um, oh, what? Um, the geezer from. Uh, oh, what was his name? He's from New Girl, isn't he? Wasn't he? The English guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I thought he was pretty funny. Well, I thought he was both... He was equally hilarious and shit. And annoying, yeah. But that's because exactly like... There is a large part of that that it was... He was somebody's... He was a production assistant that was there just to read lines in the background. Because <laughs> some of his delivery was... Oh, no, he's got a gun. Yeah, but because yeah, he's saying it in an English accent, everyone's like, ha, this is kooky and fun. He speaks no, funny. Yeah, that's he true. He speaks yeah. funny, which doesn't really resonate with me. I was just a bit like, yeah. this is a bit shit. Yeah, true. Um, everyone else is kind of sort of cardboard cut out. I mean, the, the bad everyone's guys. generic as fuck. Um, like the, the guy the girl, Vin Diesel in it. And that's... Yeah, the, like the, the women in it are all like Victoria's Secret models and dress as such. Uh, because that's the kind of thing that. Well, no, that don't people... forget that there's the um, there's the female programmer. Oh that... yeah, like, who, who's who's um, Asian and just <laughs> God, it's such yeah. a cliche. It's, it's and just they're like, oh, what's who can we make as programmers? I don't know minorities. Okay, yeah, do that. Who are we yeah. gonna make as heroes? White people. Yeah, okay, just do that. Yeah, I mean. This... It just it's just bollocks and like it's like the fight sequences are like really like badly edited and like th- a thousand cuts. Because Vin Diesel like, was fifty two years old. I know, Vin Diesel I know. is fifty two years old, and he should yeah. have been in this film twenty years ago. Well, this that's film it's a film from twenty years X. ago. This but is it, a film, a, yeah. It's a two thousand and seven film to a point where it ends with some CGI models of the characters falling down the side of a building and the first thing I thought was, oh, Spider-Man 3. <laughs> it looks like Spider-Man 3 where it's oh, Tobey Maguire yeah. versus, um, what's his name? Tova Grace. And they're falling down the side of a building that seems to never end. They've been falling down this building for like 10 minutes, surely picking up speed. No? All right. Um, and they're no, clearly they're... just CGI models of them. Like, there's no stunt work going on. And I love they, they like, 
what's funny about it is because they've got this whole idea of them constructing the world around him they show you like peeking behind the curtain and show you the engineers building the world and like putting in new assets like they put in like a machete and put it on a table and all the rest of it to make it look it's like building a video game but then they use those same techniques later on in the movie to create a scene and it's like you've sort of you've You've shown how fake it, like you're going, look how fake all this is. And, but then the real world that we're meant to be in is also really fake as well and made in the computer. So it doesn't really work. There's no, there's no, no. differentiation between the simulation world and the real but also, world. Like, there's there's the section fake. where they are building it and you're like, surely you've just, you would just have a save file. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they rent, I think it's rendering it or whatever. It's rendering the... the um, the environment and then they're changing little elements in the in the environment and it's yeah i think there's something they, they could have done something decent with this i think like i think they should have for a start they should have revealed it much earlier on about the fact that he was being played and it was all just what was going on behind the scenes and the thing like the template i think they should have sort of looked at is um cabin in the woods yeah because in cabin in the woods you start off thinking well this is all cliched and a bit silly but then fairly early on like in the first like 20 minutes or so you go to the control room mm-hmm. and you see that there's these guys who are manipulating the situation pulling the strings and making people do what they want if they'd done that yeah. like what because they have this long sequence at the beginning of bloodshot where it's like 13 minutes before the track the uh, you know sony pictures presents thing comes up <laughs> yeah and they should have had that be the opening bit and then it cuts to like you get shot in the head and they go, right, okay, wake him up again. And then they, and you go, what? What the fuck? Then it starts up and you, and then you get into the cutting back and forth between the control room and the guy and, and Vin Diesel. And the tension then is when's he going to figure it out? Cause we know, we know what's going on, but when's he going to figure it out? Is yeah. he going to figure it out? And that's exactly how Cabin in the Woods worked. We all knew that it was bullshit and it was all constructed scenario, but the characters didn't. Yeah. But with this, we're led to believe it's all real for the first 45 minutes. And then finally, it's really... And it's like, well, now it's just an hour of bollocks before we're done. <laughs> yeah, this film was... Oh. I just wish it would have been better. Yeah, like I said... If it, put somebody, it, put someone young in it. Yeah, I mean... Young. He's but- not... He's he's fifty two years old and he very very much looks it. The thing there are so many cutaways when this fifty two year old man is swinging himself around, and you're yeah, like. But then also, I would I would point out to you again if you're comparing this to sort of action cinema and the way it is at the moment, how old is Tom Cruise? Yeah, and how and look at the a fight like the, compare like the fight scene in this like when the, so the fight scene that happens in the tunnel for instance where it's just Vin Diesel fighting a bunch of guys yeah compare that to like the bathroom fight sequence in the most recent Mission Impossible Fallout yeah and then what you're also comparing is somebody that does all of his own stunts and it doesn't have in his contract that he needs to be hit less or equal to the amount of times that he's hit within a film yeah yeah I think so he also the, the age thing is largely irrelevant, but the fact that it's old and slow. Yeah, it's crap. Like, that's what I mean. The, the 52 years old thing isn't, that's not to preclude, you can be a fucking badass at 52, and Tom Cruise's testament yeah. to that, because he's around that sort of, same sort of age. But he's not, Vin Diesel isn't willing to put that kind of commitment and time into it. And so what oh, it means God, is, you get these, yeah, these badly edited fight sequences that are all just all 
all style, no substance, and they're just a flare, and they're like opportunities for them to show off the visual effect of this blood thing that he's got, where if he gets shot, then the, his body like reconstructs itself using these nanites, which admittedly looks cool. It's a cool looking effect, but that's all it is. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like credit to the guy. Like visually, this looks great. Yeah, because clearly it was done by a guy who does visual effects. But there are parts of it that look great, and there are parts of it that are just trash. Yeah, like the like, again the, the, the entire of the third act. Yeah, and just, like, and then, even to the point when they're in the street. Spoiler alert! In they're in the street and they're having a fight. <clears> um, and I shan't say too much else. But even at that point, you're just like, I I don't care. Like, yeah. it's quite clear that at no point is this character going to be in danger anymore. And they're like, oh, he's counting down. You're like, you got the guy in the chair who's there already. Give us some sort of stake. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you can't it's... because it's Vin Diesel. Yeah, it, there's a certain target audience that he's going for and, and going for um, stakes isn't really what they're into. <laughs> no. But like, I don't know, just, just stupid sort of just laziness on the filmmakers. But like, uh, it really bugged me. I know it should have bugged me, but it did. The there's a chase sequence, sort of in the third act. He goes and meet and meets up with his wife, yeah. um, and has a conversation with her. And it's supposed to be in London. <laughs> oh yeah, right? and the fact that it's clearly in South America, uh, South Africa. No, it's not even South Africa. It's like I think it's like it could be California, maybe, or somewhere in South America. It's like there are like sort of corrugated this iron roofs. None of this film was shot in America, I can tell you that. Oh, was it South Africa? Oh, actually, yeah, it might be. I think you're right. It might be like um, Cape Town or something. But it, cle- it looks like it. It clearly looks like it. Like, you can see, yeah, like the corrugated iron roofs, the walls painted different colours, the way the houses look, all the rest of it. But you can't just have that and then just have a black cab drive past and I'm meant to then go, <laughs> oh, yeah, then... <laughs> I... Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, movie. <laughs> Do you know what was so? Whilst I was, as I got towards the end of it, my girlfriend came in and she was like, "Well, she came in because I took a break, full disclosure, because I just got bored." Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, "Oh, I can't be fucked with this. I'm gonna go and have a break." And then my girlfriend came in after I've had my little break, and she was like, "You're still watching this, then?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and she was like, "Okay." So then she sat down, and she was like. Where's that then? And I was like, I don't know. I don't think anyone knows. And she was like, oh, is it like any city USA? Yeah. And then I was like, no. Wait a minute, it's meant to be London. I think so. I think, is it London? Is it, I I, I don't know. Yeah, I know. This thing is, it was all so fake. um, And it was all just. Do you know what I really, really, really liked? What? Like the costumes of the other robo punchers. Yeah, punch kicker and kick puncher. Yeah. Guy who has the, has the his punches have the power of kicks. Um, yeah. And the guy who's who's got magic legs. Yeah. And but then, the guy that's got magic eyes that are built into his chest. Yeah, that's the most logical place to put eyes. Um Yeah. <laughs> I love that like he's still meant to be blind from where his eyes are but he, he can see from his chest I'm like would it not have been easier just to put new eyes where his eyes are meant to be 
No? Yeah. All right. Like, I really liked the um, outfit choice that they, like, the, the visual effects part of that, like, when he's going around on the bike. It looked really yeah. cool. It looked like it had, like, a really District 9 sort of militarized yeah, like the, the, the universe tech, sort of look. Yeah. The tech stuff's cool. And, like, the same with, so, the, the female character who, and it pisses me, it's the stupidest thing. Her name oh. is KT, but not KT. It's no. KT, as in the, the initials KT. And every time they said it, it just made it so dumb. It's just the dumbest thing. <laughs> I think that might be um, from... I'm sure it's from the comic. I'm sure it's from the comic. Probably from the comic. Like, it, I've, but... ne- I, I've never read um, Bloodshot. It's just no. never interested me. No. Because uh, in the UK, like the equivalent that we have of Bloodshot over here is... Um, Ah, oh, bollocks, I've forgotten his name now. No, he's in Dread. Oh, God, his, his name's completely slipped my mind. Um, but yeah, I mean, so yeah, she was a good, she was, despite the fact her name was shit, she was all right. Like, I like the concept of her her breathing thing. Uh, yeah. Essentially allowing her to breathe underwater. And it's like, it's a cool idea. And it's, again, I like the whole idea of augmented humans who then, who like, replace parts of themselves to become better soldiers and all the rest of it. And like, like that's a cool sort of sci-fi idea. It's been done in other things, but it wasn't yeah. to, to its potential in this. I don't think, I think they could have done better with it. Um, but again, like even if it had just resulted in a cool fight sequence, that would have been all right. Rogue kind of, Trooper. Rogue Trooper. Right. Yeah. I remember that. There was a rumor about it being done as a film, wasn't there? Not long ago. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, like it's just, it was all just lots of wasted opportunities and just, yeah, style of substance. There was just so many stupid things like, why are they doing that? The, the annoying, like the one that really bugged me again was like towards the third act. There's a bit where KT is going to like take down the server or whatever. And for some reason, she pops two smoke grenades. <laughs> she walks in with a smoke grenade. She smokes two oh, smoke, two smoke grenades. And she's just slow mo walking down the hallway, like with two smoke grenades. And it's like, what is that achieving? What's she doing with that? Nothing. It just looks cool. <laughs> it just looks cool. It, and it's just that is not a good enough reason to put something in your film. It never has yeah. been. It never will be. And then she just throws them in there and then puts a grenade in there with them as well. It's like, right. Well, the grenade achieved what you needed to do, didn't it? So the smoke doesn't <laughs> make any difference. The smoke was just for like visual. Effect. And it's the same with like the fucking the flower scene. Why oh, did they do God. that? I thought, right, I thought the point of that, because I've seen the image of what Bloodshot, the character in the comic book, looked like. And yeah. he's like, white, he has white skin. He's like, and like I say grey, blue-grey skin. Yeah, I'm, when I say white, I mean literally like white, white, like albino, white, and then he's yeah, yeah. red eyes and a red um, circle on his chest. That's what he looks like. So I thought, right, but well, they've started saying that, oh, it's flower, which was helpfully told to me by the ADR's um, British <laughs> folks. Um, none of them spoke a word of English. Those people, like, the only people, no. the person who spoke English in that room was Toby Kebbell. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so the, the, it's flower. I'm like, all right, flower. Yeah, yeah. And I go, right, well, Vin Diesel's out there somewhere. So at some point, he's going to emerge through the smoke and he's going to be all white on his face. So for one shot, at least, they can say, yes, he looks comic book accurate. But then they didn't do that. No, they just lit it all red. They didn't red. bother. They just, like, because the lighting's all red, and, like, no, he's not, is he covered in flour? Nah. There's flour everywhere. It's all over the floor. Every time he punches someone, there's flour kicking up. But he's not covered in it. I'm like, bro, what was the fucking point of it then? Oh, what was the point of it? No, no, no. There was, the, the, nobody thought that far ahead. Or well, people did, thought, but they just didn't 
they yeah. just weren't asked to finish it. Yeah, I know. It's just, they, they, like exactly, they just couldn't be bothered. It was just, it's contempt, just just contempt for the audience, isn't it? I guess it's but, yeah, and it just seems like it was so much. Of this was fucked in the editing process. Yeah, but at the same time, like I don't care anymore. No, like no. seen it's enough. True, but I think what's going to be interesting. So I think in theory, what we said we're going to do our next episode on is a film they just put out on Netflix called Extraction. Yeah with Chris Hensworth. And so it'll be really interesting to sort of compare this to that because that is similar in that it's an action film, but it's directed by someone who's a stunt coordinator. Yeah. So to go from an action film directed by a visual effects supervisor and then an action film directed by a stunt coordinator, compare and contrast. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. the stunt coordinators are the same, you know, it was stuntmen who directed John Wick. Yeah. And kind of changed up the action movie genre because they knew their shit and were able to deliver John Wick and have continued to do so. And now things are starting to ape them. And so what we've got now is we've got, and they're both coming off having worked on Marvel, actually. So the guy who worked on, who directed Bloodshot was the visual effects supervisor for Age of Ultron and a couple of the Marvel movies. And then right. the guy who's directed um, Extraction is the stunt coordinator for um civil war age of ultron all that sort of stuff uh, it's interesting that, that it's, there's this weird divergence and then they both got movies coming out within about a month of each other both yeah. sort of action movies so it'll be really interesting to see how they compare yeah definitely no that's really interesting like i'm didn't realize actually there was that so much symmetry there for that so that's no i didn't until i started like, sort of digging into who they were yeah. Um, sort of, and realizing because they're both first-time directors, but both yeah coming from different backgrounds, but having sort of cut their teeth in Marvel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and but like this for me, like it's personal preference. But for me, I would rather like if John Wick's any indication, I would rather a stunt coordinator guy do action movies than a visual effects CGI guy yeah. because CGI the over reliance on CGI in this one again it just it reeked of early 2000s sort of yeah way, like just, uh, name a comic book movie in the early 2000s every single one of them ended with the cgi fight between the villain and the hero yeah like do you know what I mean? like spider-man fucking blade like just name name but yeah one just of any of this sort of cg shitstorm film of yeah. that time and it's like which... we've moved past that now but vin diesel hasn't <laughs> no no he's not still stuck in the time when he was triple x and have you, have you seen return of xander cage uh don't know. you should because it's a goddamn masterpiece no <laughs> got donnie yen isn't it? oh no that's the oh, thing yeah. where the motorcycles are jet skis yes there's that right. there's also the bit where at the beginning of the movie like he can't do the mission until he goes and gets his coat his iconic big furry coat that he had in the first one and right. to get it he has to go to London and there's a guy there who has his coat but the only way for him to get his coat is for him to sleep with all these women okay so That's there's just, just going to be scene... covered in crusty jizz isn't it apparently yeah um, but there's just, no he just wakes up after, and you just see him like putting his coat on and then stepping out after there's all these beautiful women just laid out all over the floor who just like presumably been fighting each other to get to him all night and then he just sort of tiptoes out in the morning and does like the walk of shame wearing his big coat because he's out of the cage and he's that's the sexiest man in the world. 
And he did that again when he was like 49 years old. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, Mark. And that's before we get into the whole Donnie Yen fucking... They got a guy on their team who's a DJ, and that's his special skill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not... Yeah, I'm not making out. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. But anyway, that's our Vin Diesel for the year. You're done. Good. You done. No the, the, more diesel. No, La Familia will be back next year. Oh, fuck. You need to watch that trailer, man. Uh, I don't want to. I'm going to send you the, trailer, the trailers for both Bloodshot and... Um, I'm for, not going to uh, watch them. Yeah, no, no, do, because... No, I'm not gonna, I, don't, I can't. We're in lockdown. I need things to make me happy, not mad and sad and confused. Why would it make you mad? It's going to be fine. No. You've already spoken to me about the term Carzan. I'm not going to go any further. Carzan, Tom. <laughs> Tom <laughs> That's before you get past the fact that they do... Yeah, or oh, here's um, John Cena, and he's <laughs> Vin Diesel's brother. Uh, that's, the, that's the first bit. <laughs> that's, the, that's the early thing. That's before uh, you get to the Carzan. That's before you get to the, the magnet that picks up the car whilst it's midair. Whilst attached to the bottom of a, of a jet... of a like stealth jet I'm not making it up it sounds no. like I'm making it up I'm not I'm I'm not I can't it's four minutes of your life and I promise you it's worth no, it no not not during lockdown also it's a four minute trailer <laughs> hang, yeah hang on that no then definitely not I've got probably three minutes that's three minutes too many for me alright we'll see <laughs> um, anyway, any, anything further to say about Bloodshot? No, it's rubbish. Don't watch it. Yeah, it's pretty rubbish. Shame. Could have been a lot better. Um, but there you go. It yeah. was as rubbish as we expected it to be. Yeah. Let's go and watch Extraction. Which could also be rubbish. Like, there's rubbish and there's rubbish. Do you know what I mean? There's, good, yeah. there's, there's rubbish and there's garbage. Yeah, there's turbo shit, which is what Bloodshot is. Yeah. And there's and shit. Like, which there's is... Shit other things like yeah and there's super ultra mega turbo shit which is fast and furious you really hate those films i love how much you hate them. <laughs> like, i love i really enjoyed the first one i like the second one i really really like the third one yeah. um the fourth one death just happens and then five is really fun after that it's just some cataclysm of Vin Diesel's masturbatory fantasy into whatever else is going on and it just it falls apart so much because of all the nonsense that's in it yeah. like yeah I mean we can we'll get into it another time we'll do a mega special on the Fast and Furious films once we they're were, we about to, to when they're about to finish because they'll probably go to 10. They'll never finish. They'll never finish, Tom. Why would they finish? They'll go to 10, and then then that's the singularity. That's where all time finishes. No, because he's already, he's already destroyed cinema with Bloodshot. He's already put the final note, <laughs> final nail in the coffin. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So then, then what else is there to do? And also, they won't, they won't stop making them at 10 if they continue to make a billion dollars, which they do. <sighs> consistently they will not stop it like oh. and it will take some sort of miracle for them to just like they would they would have to have one come out and it just absolutely tank 
mm. for them to stop making them. We're not going to help that because we're fucking going. <laughs> you are. No, we're going. Damn it. I, I will I kicking you. and screaming. I will fucking drag you in. I hate you. We'll, we'll do Meerkat or something so it doesn't contribute to the box office. All right? Yeah. Does that make it better? Like I said, the last, I just refuse to give them money. Okay, we'll do buy one, get one free. Some sort of, yeah, we'll do some sort of deal. We'll make sure that I'm the only one paid. Okay? There we go. There we go. <laughs> right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back with Extraction from Netflix, which is readily available. Um, so give that a watch and then give us a listen when we put that one out. Yeah. Cool. Cheers. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye. 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 Ah, uh, are you talking to me, Doc? I just. How are you talking to me? Is it? Oh, I did like yeah. This fucking guy. <laughs> like, he's getting annoyed with him. He's like, fuck. He says the same thing every time. <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> yeah, but there should have been more of that. Yeah, anyway, we'll talk about it in there.